Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 181. I am your host, Matt, the greatest man who's ever lived. With me, it's the light bearer, Eric, and I'm feeling good today. Because look, look, do you see? Look at the look at the how much show notes I had for episode 180. It's literally three lines. Then I'll look how much for 181. It fills up the rest oh of the page. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! It's so nice to have things to talk about and news and exciting stuff. But before we get to that exciting stuff, it's time to hear about our exciting weeks. What happened this week, my man? I don't remember, Matt. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. We've done this show for many years now. And for whatever reason, all these years in, I still don't think to myself, Hey, Eric, mm. what did you do this week so you're not an imbecile <laughs> when it comes to what did you do this week? Because I always assume that I've got a brain in my head and I'm going to remember what I did. But I don't. Every time the question comes to me, I go, huh? What did I do this week? (laughs) Nothing, I guess. Must have been since I can't remember anything. (laughs) I will say, of course, at least in the video game side, I've been playing tons of games. I've been drifting all over. I've got Division 2 back installed. I've been having some fun in that. The Coney Island uh, DLC, free DLC, drops for everybody right now. And then, come March 3rd, you get the DLC for the uh, Warlords of New York, which you go back, of course, to New York, as I just stated there. Oh, nice. I can't wait for that. It's like 11 12 bucks. I'm totally going to get it, because I love Division 2. The reason I quit was because Anthem came about, and we were like, oh, Anthem's going to change the world. We're done with all the rest of these games. It didn't work out that way. So, unfortunately, hey... Here we are. I'm going to get back into some Division. I'm playing Monster Hunter, Iceborne, slowly but surely catching up. i got a couple buddies who are like real high end, and they kind of help me out and drag me through a couple bosses here and there. So I'm slowly making my way up in that, having a good time with it. Of course, I've been playing the Borderlands 3. I've been uh, trying to get the Platinum, making my way towards that. Shout out to Sean and crew. You guys know who you are. We uh, went ahead and did a couple... Uh, Look at escapades, you know, trying to find out those little spots I hadn't discovered on Pandora, Promethea, etc. We did all that. However, the one on Pandora glitched out. And even though I have discovered all locations, and it says I have discovered all locations, it didn't drop the trophy for me. Now, with this current patch that just hit today, I didn't go back and look and see if it retroactively qualified or did anything with it. If not, I got to put in a ticket because obviously something's broken. Something didn't work. But uh, we did that and a couple others, so I'm like two or three trophies away from the Platinum. I'm really, really close. I asked you a question last mm-hmm. time, if you had all 100% completion on all your maps. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, the location one is only the locations. So when you go ahead and push uh, L3 or R3, whatever the hell it is, on the planet, it'll tell you, hey, you've got nine of ten named locations, you have this many of okay. the treasure chests, this many of the things, and... Yes, your overall tells you like 100%, 120%, 100% whatever percent. That's what I was going to say is I thought it maxed out at 100 and then I went back and looked at all my maps. 105, mm-hmm. 109. It's all over the board. What the? doesn't make any it can't sense. can't be more than 100%. Yeah. Math doesn't matter. Exactly. Once you go past 100%, it doesn't make sense. There's no logic to it and it's just a stupid number that means nothing. But the locations are what you're looking for. The locations is what I needed. And I do have all the locations on Pandora discovered. 
trophy didn't pop. So I'm pretty sad about that, but we did that and a couple others, and now I'm down to uh, complete side missions and do the uh, Circle of Slaughters, which we've got one of already. Yeah. We've got to do the other two, and bada-bing, bada-boom, I am now the Platinum Trophy holder, so that's pretty cool. That's fun. That's exciting. I would have worked on it the other night, but they said, hey, we got this whole new cool you know, event dropping. Hey, everybody, hold on to your pants and get ready. So I was like, all right, well, instead I'll do some Monster Hunter, do a little division, wait for the event to drop, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. Not too much in real life. Uh, I've been kind of relaxing, you know, doing what a family man does, taking care of the family, hanging out with the kids, hanging out with the wife. Haven't been really going out and seeing much uh, exciting things. We went uh, to a cabin, stayed the night. We're going to go skiing, but didn't do that. I talked about it already. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, not too much happened in my life. What about you, Matt? I can't really remember anything either, <laughs> which is bad. Because, I mean... I, even gave I, I, you I mean, time. I wrote down some stuff, but I feel like this was one of those weekends where, just like it was like a nothing happened a weekend. I was like, maybe I'll go see a movie. Eh, maybe not. I did my taxes this week. I did a super adult thing. Yeah, I'm cool. That's true. I did that too. There yeah. we go. See, we did things on the video game front. On the stream on Friday night, beat Yonkers Four Remastered. Awesome, fun time. Shirtless battles on the rooftop, just like it should always be. Every game should end with a shirtless fist fight on a rooftop. And then transitioned into Death Stranding and then played that more on the Tuesday stream. Having a ball with that. Just weird stuff is happening and I'm loving every minute of it. And there there was like a giant, I was up in the mountains, there's hip deep snow and the giant, giant storm and all kinds of other weird stuff was going on. I mean, I've said it before when I first started playing that game. The more I play Death Stranding, the more I fall in love with it. Everything about it. It's, just, it's getting weirder. It's getting more understandable at the same time. It's getting cooler. It's getting more intriguing. I almost said, like, intriguifying. That's not a word. Intriguifying. Like, more mm-hmm. intrigue is happening in the story. I, I love it. I love everything about it. It's a great time. Another game I like a lot, Steins Gate Linear Bounded Phenogram. I got to what I thought was the last story in that, pushed through it real quick, beat it, and then another story popped up, so I'm continuing to make my way through that getting closer to the end man i was talking about that and something else popped in my head that i played and i can't remember what it was oh but i know we played some borderlands 3 we got together Uh we did it old school i figured out i can't play borderlands solo anymore if it's something like you know going for named locations or doing some farming like farming old borman nates or something that's sure that's put on a podcast put on some music have some fun i can't play it solo I just can't do it anymore because when we got together, you know, we were running through the Proving Grounds, which I'd already done, but it was Mm -hmm. 10 times more fun with a buddy with more enemies popping up. We did the Circle of Slaughter. It was craziness. That's what I miss. Like, you know, we talk about, oh, you can turn up the mayhem. It doesn't make more enemies appear. It makes harder enemies appear. So it's just the same. I miss Borderlands when stuff is just crazy. Enemies all around. Which, you know, when you add another player, more enemies pop up. So I figured uh-huh. that's what I'm going to do from now on. Any DLCs? Nope, I'm not streaming them unless we aren't together co-op doing it. That's how I'm going to play all the, all the DLCs from now on. Events, events are different because we'll get into that. But, like, when uh-huh. the next big event comes, nope. You and I are playing it, even if it's just on my save so we can go through it. I can't play, I can't play Borderlands solo. That's the hook. Playing it with a buddy, drinking a beer... Having a crazy time. Oh, so much more fun that way. Oh, yeah. It was ten times better. Hands down. Yeah. It was so much fun. 
just going in and like you said while we were playing the next big thing of it is just you're hearing explosions you're seeing abilities going off you're seeing things happening mm-hmm. enemies are dying over here you're not you're like what the hell's going on you're you're shooting your grenades off over here i'm shooting rockets mm-hmm. i've got a hive going and you're going like what the hell's happening you look over and pff, explosions you're like oh yeah here we go that excitement, that fun, is just crazy. You start running up on an enemy. Oh, it's like super dying. Oh, Eric's on him. Let me turn over here. Oh, or, you know, turn around the corner. I'm going to go for this group over here. Hey, they're they're gone. Or now they're focused on you and they're running off this way, so you got to chase them. Mm-hmm. It's just so much more active than, you know, which helps me out because I live forever than just foom, Atlas Grenade, stand behind a rock, pew, 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 pew. Or stand in the rift, pew, pew, pew. Just... Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great time. It was great fun. I'm going to continue to have great fun in this great game with my great buddy Eric. It's a great show. What can I say? It's a great week. That's it's right. a great life. It's, it has been. <laughs> so that was us individually this great week. Coming up next great week, we got IG2G episode 72. Now sing it with me, children. Are you ready? I don't know what I'll be talking about on IG2G this week, but it'll be great. And I know exactly what I will be talking about and what we'll be talking about as a team. It's going to be great. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, next, after we talk about that, it's my favorite part of the show. This is like the orchestrated part where I can actually have bits and sound effects if I wanted to. Man, I should actually look into that and make it happen. My favorite part of the show. We got shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, and we did get some sneaky-poo golden keys from those people at the Borderlands show for Borderlands 3. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself some free loot and have a great time. Indeed, you do need to get that free loot. You need to get all those keys. I have not received the keys yet. I need to go over there, grab the keys, grab the stuff, get it all done so I can never use them. Because I haven't done it yet. I was too busy getting in the game and checking out, of course, the new content. Now, I made a great mistake. Today, when I put together the show notes, I rewatched the Borderlands show to pick out some gems uh-huh. and stuff. And I went, oh, yeah, that key, you know, the shift code. And I wrote it down here on the show notes. I wrote it down at the bottom because I knew I'd play through some of the event today. And then I put the uh-huh. show notes here where I record the show, which is all the way across the room from where I play the game. And I sat down and I started playing the game. I was like, I need to get them keys. And I looked to the left of me and I looked to the right of me and I went, it's not here. Oh, well. Instead of getting up and walking like across the room and getting it, I just went, ah, I'll get it someday, which means never. Never. Now, that's not completely true because you got one more shot on Sunday when we play together to finish those two circles of slaughter. Mm Beforehand, we'll drink a beer, get your damn keys, mm. pop the little key code in, and then we can get rolling. So you got one more opportunity, Matt. <laughs> one more. Now, it's funny you mentioned, of course, the Borderlands show, because, yes, the Borderlands show came back. The Borderlands show was like, hey, everybody, we're talking to Mitsu. We're mm. going to go ahead and also talk with, uh, was it Graham? Yeah, Graham Timmons. Yeah. Okay, and talk about everything that's coming up and going on. And I don't know how you want to approach this, because we didn't really talk about this pre-show, mm-hmm. but everything they talked about is exactly the same stuff, kind of in the uh, the love letter and, of course, the patch notes, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how we want to go about it, because it's kind of all just 
basically meshed in together. So, hey, you know, what'd you think? Well, what I want to do is talk about two things before we even get into All that right. stuff. Oh, now there is one thing I want to mention. So you're right. You're right. right. Come on. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. I got it's just too much so much. I, oh, my God. It's, it's so daunting to see all these show notes. Oh, God almighty. Mm-hmm. But I got two quick hit videos that were on Twitter. Now, one of them, I, I retweeted from the show account. So go to twitter.com slash thirdshiftme and find it there because I, I didn't write down the guy's name. But it was one of the Foley artists for Borderlands 3 who said while he was working on it, he like went to a spice rack at home and tipped it all over and was like, man, that spice rack makes good noises. So he, he showed a video of himself like in the Foley area, dragging chains across, click, clicking and clacking these glass spice bottles together in this rack, clacking the rack together, and then showing, and now, now that you hear it live just with the audio itself, showing how he implemented that into the Torg like reload canisters and stuff. And you can totally hear that spice rack in there. So I thought that's cool. I like behind-the-scenes Foley stuff. Like I feel like that'd be like an awesome dream job. Just uh, we need like a like a clinking noise. I don't know. Here's something that sounds cool. Tick 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 tick. Like uh-huh. physically handling stuff. So it was a cool little video. I think it was like 30 seconds. But go check it out because it's interesting. I agree. That is interesting. I do remember checking that out as well. Another thing you should check out is it was brought to my attention. Jim Feronda had uh, liked it and whatnot. I'd heard about this a while ago, but I completely forgot. Maybe we mentioned it on the show. I don't remember anymore at this point. But Blind Squirrel. Individuals who have, you know, they're basically developers for hire. Mm-hmm. They've, you know, worked on several 2K games, including Borderlands 2 and such. They are actually doing their own game right now. Oh, yeah. They're creating an original IP, and that's uh, called Drifters, mm-hmm. and it's a, a hero shooter, so basically like Overwatch. Mm-hmm. They're doing their own IP. Jim Frona linked an entire article from their boss man over there, and he was just talking about how they've made, you know, sustainable money helping out other developers making their games and doing that. And they've been very successful at it, which they go ahead and they, you know, they've done Bioshock, Borderlands 2, all sorts of XCOM, all sorts of really nice games they've been part of, which is awesome. And he says, that's how we pay the bills. That's how we stay around. But they, they ran into issues where when those games weren't popping, you know, especially like in the winter months, come October through January, they'd have to let go of, you know, 30, 40 staff members until the season kicked back in and he says yes that's part of business but he didn't like it because of course the demoralization Mm -hmm. things like that that were happening and they also just felt like they were capable of more so he went in this whole article about why they decided to start their own ip how they felt that they got to this situation and and how they intend to go forward making their own ips but also still being developers for hire to you know keep the lights on make sure the bills are paid Mm -hmm. as they have done for years and years and years so it's, it was a really good article. It's a really cool insight to what Blind Squirrel's up to, where they came from, what they're doing or now, what they're going to be doing in the future. And if it wasn't for Jim Feronda, thank you, Jim. You're always a lifesaver. I wouldn't have seen it at all. So definitely, if you got time, go ahead and head over there. Go Google it, Blind, you know, Blind Squirrel, CEO Talk. I'm sure it'll pop right up on in there. And uh, check out the article because it was fascinating. It was fun. It was really cool. I know it isn't a Gearbox per se story, but... They've helped Gearbox in the past, so I thought I'd mention it here. Yeah, definitely worth a mention. That one slipped totally by me. And I remember us talking about, you know, them having the new IP and that it was called Drifters mm-hmm. and Hero Shooter. So I hadn't heard anything about it since. So I will definitely be checking that out. And another thing that people should check out, I believe it was like on Friday night, because I was either Friday or Saturday night, maybe it was Saturday night, after we finished up playing Borderlands 3, uh, I found a little 
little video from our buddy Randy Pitchford on Twitter, like a little Periscope live live thing they used to be able to do. And he was, I think, I think he was a little tipsy at uh, Nirvana Spirits there in Frisco because he was obsessing over the Hadouken beef that he had. But then also, since he was live streaming it on his phone, you got really good looks at the menu and all the kind of other stuff there that they got there. And then he got up and he walked around the whole, you know, gamer bar restaurant thing they got going on there. So if you ever wondered what it looked like in there, you get an awesome look from Randy Pitchford's slightly tipsy video. And I, I got to say, um, I want to go there. I don't want to be in this crappy places that we have here anymore. Because he had, they had like dual little booths where you could like co-op or versus with a buddy. He was showing off like all the awesome TV screens you get to play on, like, you know, People are just like a family booth. Everyone was playing games. They had like the face-off head-to-head booths. Uh, the place looked amazing. I I always when I when we've heard about it or seen anything about it before, it sounded cool. Uh, it looks like ten times better than I thought it would. So mm-hmm. you should you should watch it and then be sad that we're here in the frozen tundra because I'll be sad yes. in the in the frozen tundra of Michigan that cares nothing for any of that kind of thing yes. that hates fun and and delight and joy. Yes. But if you're in a place that doesn't hate fun and delight and joy, and especially if you're in the Frisco area, definitely go check out Randy Pitchford's Twitter account. Find that video. I'm sure he hasn't taken it down. He wouldn't do that. But check check it out because that place looks like the bomb diggity. And I don't, I don't use that term lightly because I've never used that term ever. But I use it heavily here because it looks awesome. No, you, you do never say that. And I will say we have talked several times about getting our butts down mm. there. We will someday make it to this. But see, place. now that I've seen it, it will we have to do it. It can't be like a mm-hmm. oh man, one of these days, buddy. No, it isn't a it is one of these days. It's never been a one of these days. It's gonna happen. I just have to get it to the right. But moment. now, now you it's know, now that, it's that sweet now spot. it's it's gotta like really like mm-hmm. yeah. Because I totally want to see it. I will watch the video because I love wallowing in misery. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait. to see <laughs> I love watching things that make me feel bad. Yes, exactly. It's good stuff. <laughs> so that's all I had for the scrounge around news. Oh no, they did release some uh, some wallpapers for Godfall, the next Gearbox publishing game, the big one for there. So if you want some more, if you want some cool wallpapers for your desktop, probably for your phone too, go scrounge up a tweet. I think Mental Mars retweeted it, and that's how I saw it. But if you want more character design pictures, some some uh, some wallpapers there, go check it out. Which spoiler? I want to dedicate an episode soon. To Godfall, mm-hmm. what we want, what we think, what you know, all that kind of good stuff. I like it. I want to deep dive everything we've heard about and what we want out of mm-hmm. it, comparative to what is currently out. All that good stuff. Just a little tidbit, a little something for the next uh, episode or two. We're gonna talk about it. Nice. I like that idea. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll do it on a slow news week because that'll be perfect. Hey, exactly. here's an actual legitimate. That's exactly topic. what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> hey, the next time there's a slow week, that's gonna be the topic because that's something I do want to talk about. And just what we hope or what you hope, what I hope, that kind of mm. thing, and, and what we've seen so far, all that good stuff. So we'll break it down then. Yeah, definitely. And we won't break it down now, though, because this is a big-ass news week. You talked about it. You teased it. We got community love letters. We got patch notes. We got hot fixes. We got the Borderlands show. We got everything. So you want to just higgledy-piggledy it, or you want to just, like, go go regimented this first, this second? What do you want to do, Eric? Oh, let's just higgle-piggle it. Let's just have some fun with it. Do what you do. As we said, the Borderlands show kind of was covering it here and there all over the place. Mm-hmm. Then the love letter came out 
like right as it ended or as it was going. I don't remember which it was. And then, of course, today as we're recording, tomorrow, yesterday as you guys are listening, the actual patch notes hit, the event started, everything went down. So instead of just covering one piece at a time, I figured we'll just go over it all as we see fit. What was exciting, what wasn't, what did you care about, what you didn't. And the rest, you guys know the rigmarole. Get your butts over to the Gearbox website, Borderlands, da-da-da. Check it out for yourself because there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's insane. A lot of great things, a lot of some average things, a lot of some things I don't really care about. You know how it goes. Well, I'll start it off because I've been positive. I, I, you know, I've been trying to be nice all this episode. I'm a nice guy. But i gotta get, I got to get in my one little soft shot on you, Eric. I, I can say, hey, I see why you like Greg Miller, because he did a lot of, like, Eric straight-up reading from the press release during the Borderlands show. He sat up real tight on the mic and held it in his hands, and then he, he looked down and he went, uh, Greg does a lot of Eric reading. It, the event toggles on and off, and now you can take the... And I was like, that's that's where you got it from. You two are, like, joined at the hip. That's where my man Eric gets uh, it. You know, that's... False, because I've always been that way before I ever listened to him, all right? <laughs> you know, if you give me a piece of information, I want to give it to the people back That's right. True. Because if you don't know me, if you let me go ahead and take it in my own That's brain, true. I spin it. I spin everything. <laughs> so if I don't say it verbatim, it's going to get the spin. Uh. And then it's suspect. And you'll never know if it's whole truth, half truth, or no truth. You never know. So therefore, when you're doing a podcast, you're doing a show like this, I feel it's important to let everybody know what is actually happening. So therefore, I do the the verbatim. Because if I don't, I'm going to say something that might add a little bit or detract a little mm. bit. And then they go, wow, Eric was crazy. What, what do you mean by that? I read those notes and it just said this. And then you get an IGN situation where you're spinning words and doing all sorts of crazy mm. things, getting in trouble with people. And we don't want none of that here on Third Shift. All right? Stop breaking my balls. Hey, that was, it, was a, it was a minor <laughs> shot for a good thing you do. As you said, it's good to get the people the exact info and actually know what you're talking about instead of being me like the Fran Mirabella sitting here going, I don't know, I'm excited to shoot a thing. It looks really neat. Yeah. I've been like mm-hmm. that some episodes, so hey, I'll take the hit on that one too. All right. Beautiful. Now, what's your real point, Matt? Because you're over here breaking my balls. <laughs> you're breaking my balls, Matt, but you didn't give us any no information. What What was something that really kind of came away with you via the Borderlands show, the love letter, the patch notes? I think maybe we should do the love letter and the Borderlands show, of course, since that was all tied together before we hit the patch yeah, yeah, notes, yeah. since that was the most relevant. Well, uh, this is one thing they talked about in bo- in all three, actually. But if anybody knows me, I've been talking about it forever. One of the things that got me the most excited, I think I even used like a like a celebrating emoji in the Discord while I was watching it live and 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 posting in about it. Level level cap raise, level fifty three. I have something for three more levels to actually work towards to see a bar go up, to see it go fasham, level fifty one, two, three, to get to spend more skill points. It makes me so excited. I've been waiting to spend more skill points. I, I'm sad that it's only three levels for now, but they actually did talk about, you know, make good reasoning why that is the case. But I'm excited to earn more things, to grow my character, to have something to actually play the game for. Now, the game is fun and everything, but I've talked about it. I would just farm the same content just for gear or just to do it. Well, now I can 
I can go and level up. I can do side quests and earn experience and level up like I did all the way through my first two runs of the game. It's awesome. I'm excited. That was probably like the the biggest thing that made me like stand up and shake my butt. Shake your butt. I like it, man. Not shake your hands, not shake your head. You shake your That's butt. Right. I appreciate that. Very nice. I will say I was also excited to hear this. I love it when they do a level increase. Mm. You know, like you said, it allows you to do the skills, get you some extra points. It diversifies the builds. You're going to see all sorts of new shakeups when it comes to mm. that. And on top of it, I had so many legendaries. Yeah. So many. And now I get to delete every single one of them <laughs> and start all over again. Because obviously you're not going to be rocking a level 50 legendary when level 53 is a new level right. cap. So I am quite literally only keeping the five or six that I have in my inventory that I use constantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go delete my entire bank. The entire bank. And now I get to level up to 53 and then go farm all those guns again. So I get to go do all the different rare spawns, all the different bosses over and over again until I get you know the 10, 15 weapons and whatnot and class mods grenades etc mm. that i really feel like i want and need all over again and for me that's awesome yeah. because you know i do like grinding i do like farming i don't like it you know to a stupid mm. extent but i do like it in general and borderlands has always been that nice in general because as you said once you get it you can move on and go do something else until they get a another level increase or a drop mm. so i was super ecstatic as you said to hear about the level 53 increase coming with all the other stuff that did happen some of the other stuff, I will say, I'm going to go ahead and drop the big bomb right here. It was the holiday. Yeah. And, we're, you know what, I want to go ahead and preface this with saying I am happy. I'm positive. I love all the stuff going on. I love everything happening right now. This is great for Gearbox. This is great for Borderlands. Mm-hmm. But it is also my one downer. Oh, come on, guy. Is the holiday event. I'm sorry. Okay, it's cool, the little hearts over the head. Mm-hmm. They... And in case you don't know and you're listening to this going, well, I haven't gone to Monday Borderlands yet. I have no idea what you're talking about. The holiday just dropped. As of now, you can go into Borderlands 3, get it up, go to Maurice, get everything rolling. In fact, I didn't even have to go to Maurice. No, I say go to. to Maurice, but it just automatically started, so that's false information. But you should go to Maurice because he's got a new costume on for he this does. event. Yes, and it is fun, and he has words that he says that are also amusing mm-hmm. because it's Maurice. But any of the Who's... So you go out into the world, you do any of the side quests, anything you want to do. You There's no event. Yeah. The only change is that enemies, will, some enemies, not all enemies, will have hearts over their heads. And these different hearts have different things inside of them, different symbols. They look different, and they have different effects. Mm-hmm. Hey, go check out Mental Mars. He's already put up what all the different effects mean and are. So if you're like really curious about it, he's already got that up for you. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Mental Mars doing good work over there. Very cool. Very fun. I like how they changed it up from just being skulls and just bad things happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, go ahead. I see you got a point. Well, I was just going to say, another thing I really liked before we move on to the event itself, I like the heart mechanic because it's it's something new. You never really know what's happening. Sometimes the heart's mm-hmm. flying at me, and I'm like, is it a bad heart? Is it a good heart? I love hitting the hearts. Like There was like a corrosive one that just spewed yep. down corrosive damage everywhere once I hit it. Another thing I like, though, is that they are over enemies' heads, but they're not necessarily tied to enemies. Like, I was going through with Mr. Beef, and it was like a wild... I don't, it it was felt like I was playing with two players, because at one point it was crazy. Enemies everywhere. And I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to hit the hearts before the enemies die. I killed the swath of enemies, and I saw two little hearts still just kind of floating about where the enemies used to be. And I was like, 
good. It, I don't screw myself by killing too fast or having Mr. Beef kill him, and I don't notice that it's a heart person. I like that they stick around, I mean, at least for a little while, enough time for me to kill him. And then they wander. Yeah, they do eventually wander off, but you do get some time to take care of business. Yeah, so I appreciate that. I like that it's not just you have a chance to totally miss it in like a split second. And this is and this is where I'm all busted up at. Really cool. I like the mechanic. I like the hearts. I like how it does cool things, bad things, depending on what the heart is and what's going on. I even got a legendary out of the uh, the loot heart. I did got today. one too. So yeah. that was really cool. That was fun. I enjoyed that. But I, I I'm not gonna lie. There's no actual story to this. Mm-hmm. There's no boss. There's no unique area. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. They just put hearts on some baddies with different effects and said, "Hey." Kill 5 or 10, get a drop. Kill 20 or 25, get a drop. Kill 50, get a drop. Kill 100, get a drop. We'll get to that. I'll read it verbatim. We'll get to that. Yes, you will. Yes. So on one end, I was like, oh, cool. You know what? It's a fun little side event to do while I'm doing other things to get the platinum and screwing around anyway to get the 53. Mm -hmm. It all just ties in. I'm going to work towards it and probably accomplish it no problem. I like that. However, this isn't shaping up to be what my expectations were for right. their holiday events based off what they did with Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. Borderlands 2 had huge side events for holidays. These really cool, unique things and places to go, whole storylines involving unique enemies in some cases, mm-hmm. events, all of that good stuff. And it's not coming to fruition in Borderlands 3. And that makes me sad. I can't lie. It makes me sad because I just had I had it all revved up in my head that the holidays were going to be great, that they were going to have all the cool things like they had in Borderlands 2 for the holidays and the different events, mm-hmm. and none of it's kind of coming into, uh, into place for me like I thought. So and I'm like, oh, well, that's fun, and I do enjoy it. I like that mechanic, mm-hmm. but it's not what I was hoping for. So that's my only beef. That's, that's where I'm sad at. Now, I will agree that it's not as good as the ones... Neither holiday event has been as engaging or as long-lasting as the Borderlands 2 events, but you do have to remember, these are free, whereas the Borderlands 2 ones were like $2.99. Or money. Mm -hmm. So you you do have that, but I, I will say for this one, I really enjoy that your progress and your unlocks aren't tied to very specific things in the event itself, in, you know... it tied to the event really but the bloody harvest stuff i didn't like how it was i mean it was tied to rare spawns for one thing and we didn't have the big rare spawn of palooza that we have now but then it was also it was a big grind if you wanted to see the unique content for bloody harvest you had to grind out those ghost ectoplasms and then you had a chance to get in there and then run through it once and then you had to go do 25 more i like that this one the hearts are there they're out they are what you use to get the unlocks. You don't need to do a whole bunch of stuff. You just got to be shooting hearts and having fun. But I feel like it's gone from the too time consuming with Bloody Harvest to in, in certain aspects of it to now it's too easy. Like I feel like in you know once we run through it on Sunday night, run through Circle we're of Slaughter, have or whatever, it. it's gonna be over. We're gonna have every single gun and go, hey, we did it, and it'll still be fun because we'll have the little mechanics and blowing stuff up. But, and it's only a one-week event. Yeah. So. But I, f- I feel like I'd like something in a little bit more middle ground. So stuff that's easy to get into 
have a unique area because I, I'm with you. I'm sad that there's not even a unique area in this one. Like even just like a dun like a not even a dungeon, just a boss room that you could drop into. Hey, it's the it's the honey badger's love hole. I don't know, whatever it is. Well, and to be quite honest, I just I feel lost without Moxie being involved in a Valentine event. You know, she's 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 the representation of lust, love, mm. all that good stuff when it comes to Borderlands. This is her holiday, and she's not there. And I'm just like, oh man, well, that's a shame. I feel like you could. Seems like at least have some unique conversation or something. You could do something fun with other characters, though. You could do something fun with Reese or Claptrap. Well, especially because Claptrap's got the uh, the little Claptina. What are, yeah, I, his, I, yeah, his 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 little love. Mm-hmm. I feel like having Moxie on this, which came right on the back end of her heist DLC, that'd be too much Moxie for me. I can't you're, deal with that much. Uh, Moxie. You're right in that. You're right in that. You're right in that. But I'm just saying, because of the past, yeah. You know, I, I just feel I'm like, okay, Valentine's event, boom, it's got to be something with Moxie. Hmm. But of course, you're right. I agree with that. She just did a whole DLC. You got to give her a break, do something else. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. It doesn't exist. And unless they do something crazy next year. And this is kind of where my sadness really gets going is this is this is our holiday. This is what it's going to be next year and the year after and the year after. We just, you know, get the hearts, do the five pump-ups and call it a day. But you got to think maybe next year we'll have a Mercenary DLC, Mercenary Day DLC, and then we'll have a St. Patty's DLC after that. So it'll be just a quick little, it'll be a quick hit, but possibly in between two other seasonal DLCs, man. If they do real ones. If they do real ones. Well, see, I, I would Or even... maybe next year it's just going to be, hey, you wear a Santa hat, and then some enemies have Santa snowballs above their heads, and you shoot the snowballs, and the snowballs give you an item. And wow, look at that. Now it's a snowball event for Christmas. Well, see, I, I would take... If they did Bloody Harvest style, even though I think it takes a little too long, I would take that and then one of these quick hits like this and then another mm-hmm. big one, big time sink one. Because, hey, plus, hey, I'm a, I, why am I the guy who is defending the Valentine's Day DLC? I'm a single man who is lonely and hates the <laughs> stupid holiday because it's dumb. But I'm the guy who should hate DLC, and you're the one who's happily married. Oh, man, I get to treat my sweet baby to a nice dinner out and all this stuff. No, this is not acceptable. Just be happy, Eric. We got something. You get to unlock stuff real easy and real quick. You can see cool hearts and the cool explosions. It's fine. It's fine, Eric. Oh, well, I'm going to be super sad, too. Also, one of the drops is a sniper rifle. Sniper rifles are garbage in this game. I hate sniper rifles. No, <laughs> uh, I do have to back you up on that. And the SMG you get yeah. is a Malawan. I hate Malawan stuff. Uh-huh. No, Mal- no, no. And I don't like Malawan <laughs> no, anymore, man. either. You so just drag like, me oh, down oh. to the pit like I always do. There you. it is. Jeez, Come on thanks, down. Eric. This, is, uh, this is the worst. Oh, goodness. So there you go, everybody. That's my one downer. I was hoping for an actual big event. It's a smaller event, but it's still really cool. I mean, it's fun just because, as you said, you can play the game, have a great time, and accomplish the task at hand mm-hmm. without too much interference while you're farming your rare spawns, doing whatever you got to do to get leveled up to 53 and start getting your primes so that way you're the badass you need to be to do Mayhem 4 and maybe even that new Mayhem 2.0. Oh, what? Whoa, whoa, before we get off on that. Hey, you oh you gosh. said your good bad thing. I want to dial back to the DLC because I teased it. I got I got to mention, I got to pull an Eric. I got to lift up my notes right here. We're talking uh-huh. about getting the unlocks, doing it easy. Uh-huh. All you got to do uh-huh. 
for your first unlock is break 10 hearts. Shoot 10 hearts, make them bust, you get an echo skin. Shoot 25 hearts, you get a weapon trinket. And that weapon trinket looks Did pretty it. cool. It's got mm-hmm. the little rainbow and like that, the Cthulhu well, the, tentacles. Yeah, the Cthulhu tentacles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Break 50 hearts, you get the Molly Wan legendary SMG. Like I said, hey, if you love Molly Wan, you better get it. I'm, not, I'm a Molly Wan hater, but I'm still going to get it because all I got to do is break 50 hearts. Break 75 hearts, you get the Vault Hunter skin. It's all pinked out. It's all redded out. It's, I mean, it kind of looks like the their previous uh, Valentine's Day skins. And then bust 100 hearts, you get the legendary Jacob Sniper Rifle. Hey, they talked with Mitsu about that on the Borderlands show. It's got, what was it? It was, it was incendiary damage on the regular bullets. And then cryo on the ricochet. Cryo on the crit ricochets. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat, like hot and cold, just like you are with your lover sometimes. Boom. Valentine's eh, Day DLC. Jake, Jacob's are garbage, though, so doesn't matter. Jacob's garbage. Sniper rifle's garbage. It's a garbage weapon. Jacob's Never not garbage. What are you it. talking about? Hey, the best gun in the game <laughs> is a Jacob shotgun. What are you talking about? We're on the blood no. path now. He gives you a Jacob shotgun oh, that I carried true. that that's with true. me for like 20 right. levels, man. You're right on that. Okay, I'll give you that one. That's right. I'll give you that one. There's a little love there, but you know what? I can't handle the the three, four pump chump guns. I can't do it. No, no. I can't do it. It just it's just too much for me. Oh, one shot's all you need. Well guess what? When you got five thousand enemies surrounding you constantly, Jacobs just doesn't cut it. That's, okay. That's why you get that one Jacobs legendary what is it a it's an assault rifle right you get you get a three round burst what are you complaining mm-hmm. about pop 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 okay if it takes all more right, than three right. shots you're really not using the jacobs that's right there you go whatever defender of jacobs defender of the valentine i'm event. gonna be the positive man today. it's supposed to be a good you show i've been happy i'm it excited to see show. things i'm excited also for mayhem 2.0 I told you, that was you, my you talked about it already <laughs> I will say what I really liked is they especially got into it with Graham talking about how they want to evolve Mayhem because those first three levels of Mayhem that give you the negative stats, he said, you know, when they're watching the streams, watching the broadcasts, people would just re-roll those forever and ever until they got something good. And that's why in Mayhem 4 it was only positive things. And they said they want to do that with Mayhem 2.0, give you incentives to, you know, try new things and play new ways with positive buffs for you and the enemies of course to make it harder but i really liked that because i was doing some farming earlier today on mayhem 2 and every time i loaded in i'd go okay which weapon is the good one today oh it's it's shotgun boom didn't get the thing exit out pop in what is it now oh it's the assault rifle pew 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 pew. didn't get the thing and it was it was kind of annoying to see just like you know because i'd be there with my awesome assault rifle ah it's not doing too good What's the story? Uh, okay. So I'm excited for more positive positive stuff that you don't doesn't give you a negative impression. I'm just weaker now. Instead, it's I'm stronger in a different way. I appreciate that. I appreciate the mindset behind it. What about you, Eric? Well, I was going to Destiny does this, Matt. Oh, <laughs> Destiny already does this, where they give you burns, etc., that benefit you but also benefit the enemies. And that's exactly what he said they're doing. They want to make it so you get to have the perks of all these you know, buffs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the enemies will too. And you'll just have to make that something you're thinking about 
depending on where you are and what you're going up against. So if you know they've got great, uh, you know, uh, you know, fire capabilities or whatever, mm-hmm. well, so will you, but so will they. Make sure you're aware of that, taking that into consideration, staying away from doing what you got to do. And that's exactly right. That's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that when you're going to these mayhem levels, it's way tougher, it's harder, but no matter what, it's you being buffed, you being helped along. Even if the enemy's helping along, it really wasn't won't matter in your mind if that's what you're if you're like, well, my shields are gonna be twenty times higher. Yep. Yes, the enemy's shields are gonna be higher too, but that's not what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. You're like, Okay, well I got I got this shield spec that'll turn me into like a, a demigod. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got this. And you're gonna roll with it, you're gonna have fun, and yes, it's gonna still be challenging because the enemies also have all these perks. But guess what? So do you and you know how to utilize your skill sets, etc., to buff that up to a freaking god level. In which case, you're having a ton of fun. That just blew my mind. Your your shield example, because I have that trinket that doubles your shield and takes your health down to one. So if I get that, mm-hmm. and then it's also 20 times more shield. So if the, if the shield whatever. is the buff, mm-hmm. you go insane. Now, like I said, you're some kind of crazy god, oh, even though man. they get shields too. Oh. So there's a lot of possibilities with the way they're going to be moving Mayhem 2.0 forward mm-hmm. with, and I agree with all of them. I think it's a great move. I think it's the right thing to be doing. Obviously, they know that, too, because that's why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I was super excited to hear about it because, as you said, with Mayhem 1 through 3, I was just like, oh, now this doesn't work. Uh, electricity does nothing. Point. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, none of that's fun to hear. Because yeah. then you're just like, okay, well, I'll just use these subpar guns to get through and survive, I guess. Yeah, a couple of my runs, it was, oh, just 10% less gun damage. You get more skill damage, though. I'm like, well, my one skill is the Gamma Burst. Now my guns just are useless. I don't have like a damage skill, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's uh, it makes me sad. I'm glad they're turning away from that, going someplace else. Yeah, it was super cool, super great to hear. That's going to be implemented with the March patch. I think I so. Yeah. It. yeah, I don't remember what day they said. I don't even know if they gave a day. No, not for the March but stuff. March is when the uh, the big uh, next hoo ha's coming, mm-hmm. and of course they talked more about what they're going to be explaining later. But before we get to any of that. What's some other stuff, Matt? What, I mean, what, what do we got? What, anything else? Well, I got another March item. Actually, I got two March items, but the first one, it's a small thing, but I love it. I know one of our listeners says he's going to love it. I'm going to love it since I'll be playing co-op with my buddy a lot more. They're going to make a quality of life tweak to revives, getting people up from being down. Mm-hmm. When you're in fight for your life, you're going to be a little slower, so it'll be easier for me to jump up behind you and hit that button. And it'll also make me slower, so when I'm doing my little jukey joke, juke dive, then I don't go completely off. It's going to kind of link you together a little bit more. And also, if you're playing with other buddies, you can get multiple people in to revive, revive a lot faster, as in other games. I think Division did that. Division, Destiny, all of them do that, yes. But I love that, because... There, I mean, there's those times when you're you're super dying, and I can't get on you. You know what I mean? I can't can't get the lock mm-hmm. on right. But if 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 you can't move as much, if I can't move as much, if it it actually they said they're going to expand the radius where you're interactable. That's going to help out a lot more too. And then, hey, anytime it's a boss fight, bunch of people. Oh, Steve's down. You two go. I'll kite the boss this way. That stuff's awesome. I love that. Uh huh. I agree. I'm totally down for that. That was one of the ones I was super excited about because there's been several instances where I was doing some with the randos, mm-hmm. doing the Malawan takedown, and we'd both come running up on somebody. And this has happened with us playing too before. Yeah. And 
instantly in my brain, I think, if I help, we speed up the process. Mm-hmm. But with Borderlands, that wasn't the case. Yeah. And... It's nice to see that they're finally getting on both the rest of the damn games I play and doing it. Or you'd both be going because you need to get that person up because he's your big heavy damage mm-hmm. dealer. But the one person would get there a split second before you and start it, so you totally wasted all this damage you just took on the run. Getting over there, over there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or that weird instance where you're both running and you're like, oh, he's gonna get it. But then the other person thought you were gonna get it, so you both turn around, and start running away, and now that person dies because. Neither one of you actually finished the deal. It's yeah. that sports blooper of the two outfielders running, and they just look at the ball that falls in between them. Oh, boop. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's a smaller one, but really important. Yeah. Also, skippable cutscenes. That's something everybody's been yammering for. Mm-hmm. I've never really been a big advocate of it. I don't really care that much. No. It doesn't phase me, but... I've heard it over and over and over. Let me skip the cutscenes. Let me, and I guess for people who play a crap ton of this game mm. and do tons and tons and tons of sides and mules, etc., it's important. But for me, it wasn't. Mm. I just wanted to make sure it was mentioned. They do have it now, so that you can skip all the cutscenes, whether you've done it once, none, no times, all the times, doesn't matter. Yeah. If you want to skip it, it's going to give you the option. Then you accept the option, and away you go. You keep on playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, it's something I saw in. Literally every single comment section, every single reply to every single tweet. So it's good that the people, for the people who need that, it's good. Good for you. I'm I'm glad you're happy. Exactly. And it's the same, too, with, like, uh, the Guardian Rank timing thing. Yeah. You know, they made it so that way you can turn off Guardian Ranks if you want to play, like, a vanilla experience or mm-hmm. if you're trying to do something in particular where... Uh, you have a certain build, but because you built for something else, like your melee's not working right. I think it was something Mitsu was talking about on the Borland show. That, that's something I really appreciated, having him there, because as soon as I heard about it, I went, that's stupid. Why would I turn off my bonuses? But he was talking about if you do a specific melee build, you want the roid shield, and you don't want mm-hmm. that shield coming back super quick. But if you built into shield recharge rate in your guardian rank, that's going to screw you over. So I pre- I really appreciated him being there to enlighten my dumb self as to why this is a thing people would want. And give you a real-life example of why it actually is legitimate, not just some kind of crazy person. I want to be able to do things hard all the time because exactly. I'm so good. Woo! I want to play yeah. World of Warcraft Classic. Gee whiz. Oh, hey, I love World of Warcraft Classic. <laughs> Goodness. Now... While we're speaking of toggling things on and off, it is important to mention that event toggling is now enabled. Mm -hmm. Everybody was going, hey, look, we enjoyed Bloody Harvest. We really liked playing that. However, we were trying to level up side characters, and then on top of the baddies coming at us, those skulls kept coming at us, going insane, treating us like crap, shooting at us, hurting us. We didn't appreciate that. None. We want to be able to turn this event off once we've accomplished said task or we're doing side characters. Mm -hmm. Gearbox said, okay. They rubbed their chins. They went, gotcha. Boom, here we go. Event toggling is there. I saw it for myself today mm-hmm. when I got on and played. You can make that event active. You can make it inactive. So whatever floats your boat, it's now there. It's now an option for you here in the wonderful Borderlands 3. Now it's going to be Mr. Negative and go, oh, come on, guys. Ghosts ain't even that hard to kill. But uh, you know what? If it makes people happy, it makes them happy. And it's a good thing that they did this for them. Now, one thing I do want to tie that into Graham Timmons talking about future seasonal events because Greg did specifically ask him, are you guys thinking about that, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, he didn't go into any details, of course, because you can't go into details about future stuff. But he did mention that going forward, all the other seasonal events will be toggleable, just like this one is now. And that he said that 
the 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 benefits or the effects of it will be all positive. Just like the current one is. Yeah, just like what yeah, the current right, right one now. is. Just like what they're thinking about with Mayhem 2.0, and I appreciate that because I mean the Terror debuff wasn't bad. I didn't have any problems with it, but it was still a debuff. So I like that maybe it'll be a Terror buff, and all those you know the positive weapons you get will be even better because you'll be. You know, make it'll make you move faster. You'll be scared because you'll be running around. That's a good idea. Boom, there you go. And I'm one of the individuals who agreed with everybody saying that, like, the Bloody Harvest was fun and it was great, but I was at the point where I was getting through true Vault Hunter mode. I was just trying to cruise through, just get everything done, and it was a hindrance. That wasn't, those skulls, wasn't even no sweat. I never was. die. I never die, Eric. <laughs> those skulls, they come in, they do damage to you, and on top of that, they give you the terror uh, defects or effects or whatever you want to call mm. it and debuffs and they start screwing you over it slows you down it doesn't kill me it never harmed me in any way like i was gonna die and it was gonna ruin my whole day Mm -hmm. but it slowed me down i was just trying to get through the content asap true no issues and it was it was something there i didn't need whatsoever and just bothering me so i am one of the people who was like yeah i would love to have turned that off i was just cruising through trying to get things done because i had no interest and doing the event anymore because everybody that I knew that played said, no, nah, we don't want to do the event anymore. Sorry, bro. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if nobody wants to do it with me, what's the point of me getting the uh, you know, the skulls and down them and getting the points to go do the event when everyone said no? You can do so. it yourself, man. You're cruising here by yourself no. having fun. Yeah, but it didn't help me get through true, true Vault Hunter mode. So true. I was like, you know, eh, whatever. Screw it. So I understand what everyone was saying, how you want to be able to turn on and off. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't understand, like you said, why not? Yeah. Why not make it something you can do just for those who want to turn it off? Mm. There's an option. I'm, I'm glad they were just like, hey, whatever. We're not going to fight this. We're not going to give you some crazy reason why you should want to do it. Mm. Yeah, if you don't, here you go. Turn it off. Have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Now, another thing I wanted to bring up is in the talk with Graham Timmons, they were they specifically asked, hey, will there be more borderlands 2 style like invincible enemies that you just you can run through a map and just find them you know open up a door and there they are i appreciate now i appreciate i see you shaking your head i appreciated his answer because i like that his answer was you know they wanted to flesh those out make them feel more epic so now you have you know you have a whole new zone to run through with new you know new enemy not necessarily new enemy types but new enemy waves, ways that they can come at you. I liked it because it feels more epic. It feels cool. I would like them to put a save point right before the boss so we don't have the situation we had with the Mollywan takedown. But I like it. If you if you give me new raid enemies to fight, give me a new area to run through, new enemy encounters to have, I don't want just an open open up a door and fall in it, and there, there it is. That's all you get. It's new content. I like it. You know what, Matt? You know, I said I only had one negative thing. To oh, me. get out and of town! I wasn't. I wasn't going to mention this spot because I was like, you know what? Let's just be hopeful. But you brought it up, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie to you. I was very sad to hear that because <sighs> because I love the melon takedowns idea. I love the fact that we're like, hey, let's create a zone. It's like a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Go in. There's a mini boss and a real boss. I'm I I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's Gearbox and we've been following Gearbox for a long time. Gearbox isn't I just don't feel it's going to consistently make this stuff. So I feel like we might get one or two more of these things and that's it. Whereas if they would have just said yeah, we'll do raid bosses, dropping in just some huge 
raid boss in any weird random spot. That's pretty. It's not easy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's way easier than hey, let's create a whole dungeon, this whole new area with mini bosses and enemies and a story and a boss. I, from experience with Gearbox, I felt when he said that I was like, okay, so we get maybe what two more and we'll never see it again. Okay, that's unfortunate. No, here, here, I got you, dude. Look at all the toggles they've been putting in. You can toggle events on and off. You can toggle this and that on and off. You can toggle the the actual takedown itself to be scalable, to be super hard. All they got to do is outside of a boss arena, have put a lever there. Say, oh, it's a Grave Ward. Do you want to toggle him raid difficulty or not? Boom. All they got to do is put the switches in and then crank those dials up 200,000%. And then now you have raid boss Grave Ward. And it would be, I mean, it wouldn't be a unique, well, maybe they could work it to have a unique experience, but it would be just like, you know, the invincible version. Oh, Pyro Pete, what did he do different? He was just super damn hard. He was in the same arena, did all the same stuff. It'd just be like that. You'd, you'd have a raid boss. Well, you partially you partially solved it. I mean, partially. Because, of course, if you did that, yes, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And now you've taken all your old bosses and made it raid boss. Yep. Which, of course, will scale loot and have all sorts of... Maybe a couple of unique items, which is what they did with Mayhem 4. Mm-hmm. There's unique items you get from different bosses in Mayhem 4 that you can't get anywhere else. Nope. But it doesn't solve the fundamental problem. It requires a lot of work, assets, manpower, etc. to create a Malawan takedown event. Right. And by saying we're not going to do any unique raid bosses or anything else except for through this new system, it immediately made me go... Oh, it's Gearbox. They're going to do two or three more, and that's going to be all they ever get to because it's Gearbox. Gearbox doesn't usually stick with something for super long before they end up getting tied up with whatever it is they're working on next, getting caught up with whatever. It's just history. History has shown that they're going to move on. It's, it's time, not it's time to be positive, Eric. We can't right, be negative positive. all the time. We can't right. be the Gearbox podcast saying, oh, Gearbox sucks traditionally. No, they don't I'm suck, gonna though, have but faith. I'm just saying. I'm going to have faith. They say they like the takedown system. You know, I, if I'm going to have faith that new seasonal DLCs will be coming in the coming years, I'm going to say, oh, in a DLC drought, boom, it's time for another takedown. Here you go. And even if it's a, a $2, $2.99 takedown, I'd pay, I'd pay headhunter money. For another takedown well, I pay experience. out on money for it. That's not the obstacle. You release that and you maybe can pay a couple bucks. I'm fine I'm with saying, it. I'm saying, looking forward it's just into if the they future, do it. I'm saying they could easily do it. They could do it. All right. So I'm going to hope they that they will it. continue to do that. I hope so. I really do. But, of course, I, you know, like I said, I wasn't going to bring it up, but it was a point where I'm like, oh, man, well, okay. All right. I mean, Malone Takedown is awesome, and I really love that stuff, and I wish they would do a million of those, but... You know, between the holidays and between your DLCs you've promised everybody, mm-hmm. and then, of course, there's secret games they're working on. Are you really going to have the manpower and staff to get all those put out and do more of those? Or what are, what are we really looking at? Because they've been kind of cagey. Well, they're not going to be cagey for long, because we might get a look at it as we wrap up the, the, the news segment. I don't want to get into it mm-hmm. just, just yet. But we're promised another roadmap look at a certain event they're going to be going to. So maybe we'll know more there. Maybe we'll see, boom, takedown number two, Sauron's fight for the ring. I don't know, whatever it could be. Maybe we'll start seeing, you know, more more roadmaps. Because we saw the first roadmap. It went out to the first paid mm-hmm. DLC, but we haven't seen any maps after that. 
if I see a map for this year that includes two takedowns, hey, that's at least hey, that's at least something. That's hey, that's cool, and that's something. And then if they have like another two the next year, cool beans, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I, I want to see it. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. It's just, you know me, I look at it and I go, all right, well, you know, based off what I know, I'm a little worried. I didn't want to be worried because I did like Malawan Takedown, but I was way more appreciative once they toned it down to where, like, one person, two person, whatever could do it. Just because we don't typically have four of us on that are capable of doing such things Mm -hmm. on and around. Either way, I appreciate it, which, of course, brings us to the next point. Malawan True Takedown is back in session, everybody. Mm -hmm. If you wanted that hardcore four-player experience where you had to be decked out in some of the best gear, have some really good builds going, and experience it that way, it's back up and running. You can put it that way, or you can have it where it is currently, where if you go in by yourself, you can play it two, three, four, etc., and experience that way. I appreciate them putting in the option for everybody involved. I don't know if they said that the four-player true has, like, the tweaked drop rates. Maybe, I don't know if it's higher or not. I don't know if it really said that i don't think it did but i don't think it did but i would hope so i mean that i would hope that'd be so. the only reason to do it other than just bragging rights exactly and at this rate bragging rights are already over anyway mm-hmm. because if you didn't do it back when it was already original no one really cares anymore I don't, no one cares ultimately anyway but you mm-hmm. know what i mean and and hey we all we all got it done on the regular difficulty so nobody can even brag to us we, we right. we're the original braggers so we did it. We did it. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. Scrounged our way through it somehow. Last second doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I did it twice. Boom. Suckers. I did too. I did it too because I had to, not because <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> so another thing I liked coming up is uh, we're, we're jumping back between present and futures here. But I liked, I think it was coming in the March update or they're they're looking to get it in there. One of the... The badass events for the EchoCast, you know, the EchoCast system, the EchoCast device that they were talking about that I was excited for back when they first announced it. The little Moxie Mixers things where you could mix up a Moxie cocktail and buff or debuff your streamer that you're watching. That is actually still coming at some point in with the next big EchoCast update in or around the March time, I think is what they were shooting for. That one excited me. I When we first talked about it, I was like, that's really cool. I would love to have little Moxie, you know, even if you don't have the opportunity to pick it up, just whoosh. Oh, man, what buffs or debuffs do I have now? Let's go find out. It'd be like a fun random version of Mayhem Mode, as it is right now, one through three. It'd just be a mystery. Uh-huh. Or or you'd see the pop-up or whatever it is. I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited for it. I want to see a lot of people get screwed over with that, other than me. I only want good stuff. It was something I was very happy to see. I was excited to see it. I like the uh, extend, the echo extension, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. I don't typically watch people play Borderlands, though, to be quite frank and honest, right. because I, when I'm watching streams, I, I try to watch games that I'm not going to play, mm-hmm. games that I should know something about, but I know I'm not going to actually get to them myself. That's kind of my mo. That's what I do. So. As for rewards, I'm not going to watch anybody get stuff, so I'm not going to have that opportunity to play the games and enjoy that kind of part of it. And I also don't typically stream Borderlands. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, well, that's awesome. I love it. I like how they're trying to get the streamers out there, getting incentives for them to play and have fun, and for people to come in and enjoy the streams. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't something for me. So I was like, oh, that's neat. Cool beans. Gave it a thumbs up, walked away. I was like, all right, cool. 
Yeah, in general, I agree because I'm well. I can't stream Borderlands unless we're playing co-op. But I mean, I was watching some Borderlands today because I was working on some other stuff, and I put up the I put up the Borderlands Twitch, and I was watching some stuff happen, and I actually got to see the oh, she opened up a red chest, and boom, the interface came up. It was like, hey, you know, link up all your stuff, and you could get some free loot. And I was like, wow, this actually is really cool. Like, I'm not a big stream watcher. We've talked about that a million times, but. It visually and auditorially and just like it, it, it put that little hook in my lip and I went, hey, and I went, ooh, I should I should sign up for this. I could be getting free stuff. I could be just actively right now having fun. Just, you know, I think they because do they have the badass of enemy event? I think that's in there. They got the, the little loot loot mm-hmm. drops are in there. Yeah, that's already in there. But something, mm-hmm. you know, additional that you could do. That's a lot of fun, too. So uh, while I may not use it a lot, thumbs up. It's it's more engagement. It's more fun. That's always good stuff. Anything that helps Gearbox and Borderlands out, I'm on board for. And as you alluded to earlier, Matt, unless there's something else big, they've said, hey, listen, PAX East is coming up. Oh, I got, I got, Matt's got one more. I got one All thing, right. but a little bit of backstory on this one. When we had Randy Varnell on the show, I put up on our Patreon, hey, anybody got any questions? And one of the ones we couldn't get to was, hey, I found like a K outside of the map. Why are there letters strewn around the map? What's up with that? Graham Timmons did address that via a mailbag question. Maybe it was from our patron who put that question in there. Sorry, we couldn't get to it. But he said, you know, they're finding Ks outside the map. They're finding, you know, kind of... Just these random letters, what does it all mean? And he went, hey, it's no big grand conspiracy. It's just the artists who worked on that map. He put his kids' initials on the map. He said he likes letting his team, as long as it doesn't create some kind of technical issue or glitch, put little Easter eggs here and there, you know, personal Easter eggs or family Easter eggs, just to kind of, you know, put their personal touch on the game. I thought that was, A, awesome. Like, I would love to work for a boss who would be like, yeah, yeah, just go ahead. You can make it special. You'll only be seen in the credits, and you're not a top-tier guy. But, hey, I put a little, you know, I made a little, like, dream catcher. My daughter loves him. Can I put this out in this locker over here? Yeah, absolutely. Boom. So cool family touch, cool Easter egg. I appreciate it. It was nice. Yeah, that's something I forgot about, actually. But you're 100% right. When he mentioned that, I went, that's super cruel, but super cool. One of those dualies right there, because I'm like, <laughs> you're going to get people who are looking at all this weird stuff and going, what's it mean, what's it mean, right. just like this individual did. And then he goes, oh, nothing. They just wanted to make a cool little headhunter thing for their daughter, yeah. who would understand what it meant, because it was just spelling out her name or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I just wasted 22 hours trying to like figure this out. And you're like, oh, okay, well. But at least you found the cool thing. You found it. That's guy. true. You did. You found some kind of weird Easter egg. It's not a grand it conspiracy. It just wasn't for you. But you found something cool. <laughs> so I am appreciative of that fact. I am also sad for that poor guy or gal who spent all that time <laughs> trying to figure out some grand conspiracy and like, oh, is it going to be Borderlands? Borderlands 4? Is this some hint? Is this Battleborn 2? 2? Exactly. What? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, my God. No, it's not. It's nothing. It is nothing. It's not nothing. It is, it's not nothing. It's a cool Easter egg. It's a Easter egg for whatever individual's kid. There you go. Hey, I like Have it. A great day. You know what? If you made a game, you would put an E and you would put a oh, I totally would. And, and an I. Hey, I, I got her name. You I remember. Don't <laughs> you don't know anybody's names. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just put an F and then a U next to it. That's what you would do. That's what I would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. 
You're 100% right. But I think that was the so, last yes, thing that, that I cool. had, so. Okay. All right. Well, if that's the last thing Matt has, the last Wait, thing I they did Wait, I got something tease. else. No, I'm, just, oh. I'm screwing around. I'm screwing around. This guy, he's killing me, everybody. Oh, he's two rascal. transitions to the PAX East thing. It's killing me. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Anyways, the last part was they said, hey, that's not it. It's not over. If you tune in to PAX East, February 27th, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, anything else I don't care about. Pacific Time is matter. garbage. Get that out of here. I don't care. I don't even care about that either, to be honest with you, <laughs> but I was trying to throw it in to be nice. Tune in. They're going to be live at PAX, having a good time, showcasing off all sorts of stuff, letting you know what's coming up next, the next big DLC, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So it's very important for everybody to tune in. I didn't know if they were going to be there. I didn't expect anything from it, but here we are. They're going to be there, and they're going to be showcasing what's next, what's coming up, what's going on. So I'm super stoked to see what the next BLT, the next BLC, BLT, the next BLT is, man. I hope it's got triple bacon, triple bacon. I agree. And maybe even a touch of mustard. <laughs> I hope they layer it up with all kinds of takedown mustard, a little bit of, little mm. bit of little DLC mm. lettuce. I, you know, I, I think I was seeing people on Twitter saying they were getting ready to go, you know, making plans to go. But I'm glad to see that it's a full-on, like, show. I'm expecting, like, you know, a main stage theater show like they always do at PAX West. And even if it's something small, I, t- I talked about it earlier, I want to see that roadmap. I want to see specific things on that roadmap. That would be my... My my hopes and dreams is seeing, hey, we got three free DLCs and six cool, you know, all these other free events, and then DLC two, here's your first look at it. Ba-bam! Who to who? So I'm excited. I'm I'm glad to see that they're that they're gonna be there. They're gonna be showing something off. I can watch it at twitch.tv slash borderlands, and it's right around the corner. It's two weeks away. It, it is. In two weeks we'll it's be talking about close. it. It's stupid close. It's it's unrealistically close because usually PAX is a little bit later, PAX East anyway. Mm. But they had it super early this time, which I'll briefly just say, oh, my gosh, I've heard so many people from Cali, Florida, et cetera, <laughs> crying about yeah. having to go up to Boston. Why would you do it when there's snow and it's so cold and miserable? And I'm like, welcome to the north, you bitches. Mm. Yeah. It's, welcome it's, to the north. It's three degrees outside right now, you f- Exactly. Get over it. Stop crying, for God's sakes. We can't all live in a candy land, 80 degree or better world, okay? That's right. That's not the way the world works, okay? (laughs) Some of us are way above the equator. That's just how it goes. Get over it. That's right. God, I'm tired of hearing it. (laughs) And of course, before we get into the end of the show, Mm. because we're already running long here, I do want to briefly state they had the patch notes as well. Yep which had all sorts of goodies in it. You guys know the rigmarole. We're not going to tell you every single freaking thing, and there was a ton. You all need oh, hang on. to I, go I, check this stuff out. I got Matt's 12 got a specific few he wants to mention. crashes I want to talk about. Oh, no, I don't. God I, bless. I absolutely I, don't. I, I do have one or two. Oh, my one God. in specific. All right? It's, it'll be brief. <laughs> but remember, I told you I had to do the Malone takedown twice. Yep. Now, the first time I did it, I died, and there was the fail to... Uh, resurrect me they weren't able to because the system had thought we had failed even though we hadn't Mm -hmm. and the rest of the team had succeeded in finishing off the boss but i got kicked back like i had failed Mm -hmm. and was out of it i couldn't get any rewards i couldn't get anything for it they fixed that 
It'll no longer Good. be happening to you if you die and you don't get your second win and you're sitting there watching the team and they finish it. It won't sometimes auto-fail you back to the beginning. They got it to where now they'll be able to resurrect you and you'll be able to get your rewards and move on and carry on and have a great time. So that was fantastic because that was super sad watching everybody collect all the legendaries. There were literally about nine or ten of them <laughs> on the screen and I couldn't ever get. Uh-huh. And Boo couldn't complete the activity at the time, which I was also sad about. Mm. But there you go. That was one that I, I saw was fixed, and I went, okay, I'm super glad they did that. It makes me wonder if, like, you got into, like, a, a little loop where it tried to respawn you, but the fact that it put your, your character's point over there, it was like, oh, if he's here, then he failed. Maybe that's maybe that was it. I don't know. Hey, whatever it did, they fixed it. Mm-hmm. Which, they which said that good. will no longer happen to you. So I'm like, all right, cool. I appreciate that. Hopefully, hopefully going forward, any other takedowns they create – there won't be that issue with, mm-hmm. especially since it is such a grind sometimes yeah. to have to redo all that content over again to get to the boss and beat him. Mm-hmm. Don't want to deal with it. Don't want to mess with it. And the second thing was, is the one that everyone's been complaining about. We've all made jokes about, and it hasn't completely fixed it. But once again, they've been working on the the uh, the menus, yeah. etc. They've gotten things speed up, sped up a little bit more. Uh, I'll be honest, I got on today and I was getting in the menus and screwing around and doing some of the content, but I didn't pay close enough attention mm. to it. I So I can't honestly say if I felt like it was faster or not. I want to say, like, my, my shotgun, my shotgun from the hip, was that it was a little bit better. But that could just be me trying to be optimistic and happy since they said they were working on stuff like that. I don't know. But it is something they said, so there you go. I feel like maybe it was a little bit faster, but I was also cautious to... Only go in the menus once everything had loaded in and had been loaded mm-hmm. in for quite a while. But regardless, this is a, a an incremental fix because they said a lot more UI improvements, loading improvements, that kind of stuff is coming in the March section of the updates and patches. They said they're going to be focusing on that a lot more going forward, and I hope that they do because I would like I would love it to just be smooth and snappy. Like I'm not going to say Borderlands is unplayable like all these other people seem to, you know. Mm-hmm. The Twitter comments all say, I can't play it it's at all. That. It's not that bad, but it would be nice to just be like, whoop, 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 just go through those screens like you used to in Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, and I think they will get there. Yeah, As I said, they're committed to the game. They're committed to making sure everything gets addressed and everything gets fixed. It just takes time mm-hmm. and effort, especially since they have so many people working on DLCs, yeah. holiday events, et cetera, et cetera, which we've talked about already. Mm-hmm. It's just a process. And, of course, everybody wishes the game was 100% perfect from day go. But nothing is. But guess what? There ain't a single game anymore that comes out that's 100% perfect from the day go. Yakuza is always perfect. Get out of my face. Persona right, 5 was pretty sure. perfect. <laughs> Perso- well, all right. You got me there. Persona 5 was pretty perfect. Oh, man. <laughs> Catherine was pretty perfect. Uh-huh, yep. All right. Well, you know what? We'll leave it there. We won't get into that conversation <laughs> because if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, sure, you could have a whole argument. Top ten perfectest games of the decade. Here From we go. Launch. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's that's a that's an IG two G topic right there. <laughs> but I think unless you had anything else, that was it for me. So it's time to wrap up the show. We're running along, like we said. So I'm just gonna say, if you guys have anything you want to tell us, any questions, comments, concerns, any kind of feedback. Send it to us via email info at thirdshift.me. Tweet it at us at thirdshiftme. Find us on Facebook under Third Shift if you are Howard. Uh, I don't even know how to look at 
the Facebook. I tried to go on earlier, and it just oh, kept... Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was it was like throwing me off. It kept it popping like, up hey, saying, sign up for Facebook, you jerk. And I went, yeah, I don't know what to do that. You need to be on Facebook. I'm like, I'm on Facebook. I am the Facebook guy. What are you talking about? It was, <laughs> Facebook's dead. I don't know what's happening to it, everybody. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Went the way of MySpace. Exactly. It faded away. It's over. But you know what didn't fade away is that's Patreon, all right? right, everybody? If you like what we're doing, like what you're seeing, like what's going on, consider heading over there, throwing us a buck, two bucks, three bucks, any kind of things helps us out, pay the bills. If you don't know, hey, guess what? Podcasts cost money. You got to pay people to put your stinking old podcast on the different services. Mm-hmm. Anybody and everybody who has contributed, you've done us a great service. You've made sure that we can keep going because, you know, what? my wife, she counts those dollars, she counts those cents. Mm-hmm. If I got to start paying big money to keep this going, oh, boy, it's going to be a fight and a fight. You don't want me to have to go through that. Come on. Do me a solid. I'm already sad enough as it is. Get over there. Throw us a buck or two. It's super greatly appreciated. But if you can't, I totally understand. You got to pay bills. And as my wife, maybe you got a wife just like mine. You got to save them bucks. You can't be spending them. You can support us with the five-star ratings, mailbag questions, uh, questions, Things you want us to talk about. Hey, speaking of things you want us to talk about, man, Steve, he is a freaking Patreon mm-hmm. gem. He's the master of everything. He threw us all sorts of cool questions, things he wants us to ask, things he wants to talk about, ideas, etc. We appreciate that oh, yeah. to the largest degree. And, of course, we're going to get to all said questions and all said things in the next few episodes. Don't you worry, Steve. We got you covered. And anybody who wants to be like Steve... Get on over there and throw us all sorts of questions because we will answer them. We will talk about them because that's what we do here at Third Shift. That's right. We might be talking about those on Patreon, and we might be talking about them on our very next episode. Who knows? Because this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your rear holes on the 21st of February for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, Please give us a like, a rating, a review, comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Do, 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 do. We do indeed. We do indeed. And one of those things was Steve said, hey, I need a five-star story. And I said, man, I had one lined up. Mm-hmm. I still have one lined up, but I was waiting. I was waiting on my brothers and sisters from the third shift world to give me their stories that they've never never given me yeah those jerks out dead. there in third shift listener land haven't given us any five-star yeah, stories those are the ones those, are the <laughs> so ones. those rascals yeah, that's it's them about. we're talking those about rascals yeah. but you know what because steve wants one if my other compatriots do not give one i'll give one soon because it's been sitting here since october <laughs> it was supposed to be dropped in october and it never was i got it sitting here still don't you worry, Steve. We got you covered. And everybody else, if you like those five-star stories, we'll get one out here soon. Promise. But while you're waiting, consider heading over there and give us a five-star rating on that iTunes because it helps us out immensely and feeds our souls. Oh, yeah, it does. But until you do that thing, all we've got left to say is... Don't, 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 don't,